Welcome back to another episode of the Footy LG Pod with some big news dropping this week. Don't worry, we're going to get to that later on in the show. I'm here joined with Tony as usual and the third member of Footy LG himself, Dante. What's going on, boys? All is well, man. All is well. We got a huge pod here, Deco. I'm excited. It's massive. We had to bring in the big guns for the yeah. news that dropped today with uh, a certain second best of all time coming to mls you know i i know we had to we had to bring in the big guns for this one so again like i said we're gonna get to that when we get to our canada and america mls portion of the episode which is always the last half when we get some tfc some mls we gotta start though you know what as big as the news is that Messi's coming to mls we got champions league final this weekend boys mm-hmm. oh yeah we got man city inter milan i got and, and this is what's killing me because you know what? As a Toronto FC fan like you guys are, if Montreal made it to a Champions League final, we would be praying that they get murdered 10 nothing. right? Am I fair <laughs> yep. to say that? Yeah, absolutely. So all I'm seeing, and Tony, yourself said this to me too, like I've been seeing it all over Twitter, is a bunch of Syria Italian fans, even though they're fans of AC or they're fans of Napoli, they're fans of Juventus, they're saying, we hope Inter Milan can win this because it'd be big for the league. Is that is that not backwards to me? It's, it seems so weird for that, but... What do, you, what do you guys think? Uh, Dante, I'll start with you because we know Tony, he was saying last week he wants to have a, uh, Inter Milan win it for Bika Fisiera. Dante, as a Juventus fan, how are you feeling about this? Uh, mixed emotions, actually. Mixed emotions. It's like, you know, because I, I used to be an Inter fan and then I, you know, ran into my beautiful fiance and then her family and then, you know, became a Juve fan or else it would have been the end of the world. Um, but, uh, you know what? I mean, you can't count them out. I know a lot of people are, but it's just inter is that team for the moment. Um, you know, I, I remember reliving it in 2010 when they, when they beat Bayern with the Mourinho era there, that was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, here we are now, it's just biggest stage, massive underdogs against Man City who let's be fair. Massive underdogs might be an understatement. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) This is a David versus Goliath matchup. And you know what? If Inter gets that first one and they park that damn bus, you, you never know, man. Yeah, might to- be going going yeah. out with a trophy with that bus as well. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Tony, what are you thinking? Are you kind of leaning now to the inner side still, or are you moved over to Man City? I mean, for me personally, I would never cheer for Inter, but it's more for the sport. You know, I don't want to see Man City win after spending the amount of money they did. I want I like to keep the you like to see that 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 way of that way of running a team hasn't won big time yet. So, but I mean, would it be good for the league for Syria? Yeah, but I could care less. Um, I don't like Inter. I'm not a big fan of Lautaro Martinez either, even though he's playing good. And <laughs> I know, I know. Um, me neither. Tony. I, I mean, it's to me, it's like like I like no, I, I wouldn't. I don't. You know, I, I get how people are saying it. it would be good, but no, I, I don't want to go that way. I'm saying. I'm like minus that that home at home with uh, Milan and that derby there. I, I've been so critical of the way they play. I find mm-hmm. it so boring to watch. Uh, they've gotten a bit better their last few games. Don't get me wrong. It's just such an awful way of playing. And I've I've been saying it since they beat Porto, my team. I want to see them lose. I want to see them lose. I want to see them yeah. lose. But I think it's gotten to the point now where I kind of want to see them win, just because of the story it'll tell. But this Man City team, man, we're talking all about this Inter team. This Man City yeah. team is disgusting. 
Like they even everyone's like, oh, what if Holland takes the break off? Holland could take a fucking vacation for all I care. They'll still get goals from Gunduan. They'll get goals from yeah, Bernardo Silva. <laughs> They'll get goals Dude, from like, everyone on that team. Like it's Gundogan doesn't do anything all season until it's a clinching game of FA Cup for the season, and then all of a sudden he comes into fucking Zidane over here. Like they didn't, they I don't didn't even how. need him. <laughs> no, like yeah. it was great. Like his, his Gundogan's effort against Man U in the FA Cup. I mean, like hey, hey, we're not talking about so, that today, okay? We're talking about but... Champions League. Relax, <laughs> relax. I mean, talking about the FA Cup that never happened, okay? That game never but happened. The, but that's the reality: is is that Inter? I don't see who. Is gonna step up to stop Holland. Um, maybe if Barella plays a hell of a game, he can slow down De Bruyne. I mean, but the reality is, I don't see how Inter is gonna even slow down this uh, this Man City team. So, Nico, I'm gonna throw a dart out there for you guys. Um, every Champions League winner for the last God knows how long has had a Croatian player mm. in the starting lineup. Okay, to be now, fair, to be fair, we... Real, Real Madrid have like half of those and they had Modric. So I mean... Yes, I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm okay, just okay, throwing okay, a keep, card keep, out there. Keep, keep going. I'm saying <laughs> so if Mr. Borozovic is in the starting lineup or plays in any capacity, I'm just throwing it out there with the stats, Inter has somewhat of a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You well, know, he doesn't have he doesn't have to play because uh, Chelsea's guy what was his name Kostic Kovacic uh, Kovacic he didn't play that final he didn't he was just, oh, he was he was on the on, on the team so okay yeah. listen so, as long as there's a Croatian on the team I mean I'm just going by stats here yeah and <laughs> and again over the past ten years I think we talked about this a few weeks ago the past ten years half of those are Real Madrid. Yes. Which is yeah. nuts. Mr. And yeah, Modric, that's that's yeah. that's the Luka Modric getting them in right there. But oh, you know what? Listen, stats sometimes, you know, those things. Let's see if that continues this week. Right you now, the, the betting lines has Inter Milan at plus 550 or a tie. So just going to extra time, which I'm loving this bet, at plus 360. So it's, yep. it's a little sexy to kind of try and bet on the underdog in this one. And, and there's one reason. Now, Dante, you've never met this man. I was just going to say. There's this man who lives in Keswick. His name is Josue Casco. And he is what I like to call Mr. Freeze of betting. It, it, like, he, he just cools any team he bets on. They just He can't win these big games. And he told me this week he's betting the farm on Man City. So Uh-oh. that tells me right away I'm throwing all my money on Inter Milan to be raising the, the cup. Dante, that's oh, where I'm going. Oh my God. Dante, I there's one thing that you want to – that this guy hopes does not happen is if Man City loses this game. Because all season, <laughs> every team that he's bet on has gone on a cold streak. When Napoli lost AC and had that, like, bad month, Guess who's bet on Napoli every single game? Oh my <laughs> he's Mr. god, he's Mr. Freeze, man, and I'm telling you, Real Madrid's smoke. Real Madrid's downfall. Wow, yeah. I have yeah, no he's, words. He's 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 miss, he's <laughs> missed he's Mr. Freeze, and as much as I think Man City should realistically dominate this game, could be a four nothing blowout. Could yeah, and that's what I was yeah. leaning towards going for. But now that I yeah. know this information, you know we got the Croatian effect, we got the whole sway effect. I yeah. might go. I might throw a couple hundred on Inter Milan just because now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the value's there, man. Value's definitely there. <laughs> and don't forget that Lukaku's with Megan Thee Stallion now, too. So. Oh, yeah. If that's not going to hype him up. If that's not going to hype him I don't know Lady what <laughs> Listen, I see, I've, been, I've been seeing Lewis Hamilton driving Shakira. So I can only imagine how Lukaku's going to feel with Megan, Megan Thee Stallion. So. 
<laughs> Amazing. Well, let's, 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 get a, let's get a final prediction here from, from the panel. Uh, Tony, I'll go to you first. Give me your team that's winning and the score. Uh, I'm doing uh, 3-1 Man City. Okay, Dante? I got City in penalties, uh, 5-4. You know what? I was My original pick that I had locked in, I got it written down right in front of me, is I was going to take Man City 3-0. And then I was like, oh, no. And I scratched it. I was like, you know what? Man City 3-2 in extra time. Wow. I'm, I'm throwing this. I'm throwing both of those out the window. Inter Milan wins the game. Three, two, extra time. Wow. No penalties needed. They bag one in like the 118th minute to go up three, two, an extra time, and they seal it out. That's – I'm going to go bold. Let, let, let's see if I'm right. <laughs> wow. wow, it's a party in Istanbul. <laughs> oh, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be going off. That's for damn sure. Istanbul, oh, oh it's going to be popping. Hopefully, it doesn't get as crazy as the Conference League final that happened uh, today. Well, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. This drop, Karagi, this poor Thursday, guy, man. But comes the, we recorded this the day before. So West Ham Fiorentina in the Conference League final. What a shit show that was, eh, boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baragi, poor guy, man. Dude, Off did you the... see all that blood? Yeah, that was but, like insanity. it started like from like the first minute of the game they were throwing cups. Buddy, before the game like, in the streets, crazy. in the streets they were throwing patio furniture at each other. Like, the, the two, was, oh my god! Oh my god! Like I think it's time at this point. If uh, teams get like start doing racist chants or throwing stuff at the point that the players leading, it should be like an automatic penalty. I agree. It's got it's got to end because these guys don't deserve this. I mean, Biragi could easily sold that and made it a lot worse than it was, but he didn't. But like, still, you see that amount of blood from a cup, and yeah, then you see that. that I don't know if you guys saw what the ref pulled out of the cup. It was like a piece of like metal or something within uh, that cup. Disgusting. It's like really, guys. Like you're really, it's, you're in a European Cup final. You know, it's probably the biggest moment that any of these West Ham fans ever see these guys play, and that's what you're gonna do. Like, Listen, it's disgusting. It's 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 awful, and we're gonna get to the result shortly of of who won and what it means for them winning. But I want to talk to one thing first, and it's something that Tony, you brought up yourself a few weeks ago. You mm-hmm. said you look at UEFA. There's a Serie A team in the Champions League final, a Serie A team in the Europa yeah. final, and a Serie A team in the Conference League. So far, you guys are 0 for 2. <laughs> so that's, a, that's another reason why I think Man City's going to just run through, too, because Serie A ain't winning these finals, apparently. They couldn't beat West Ham. They couldn't beat Sevilla. And, and, and you know what? It's a tough one here. This one was really for the taking. It was a 90th-minute goal by Bowen for West Ham to go 2-1. The question I want to pose to you guys is with West Ham winning, technically, I mean, it is a Europa title. Not a Europa, sorry, a Europe-UEFA title. Uh, does does this make West Ham the second most successful team in the EPL this year? Ooh, that's uh, a bold yeah. statement. Yeah, they got more <laughs> trophies. They have more trophies than Arsenal. So. Not, not, more than, sure. not more than Man U. Tied with Man tied, U. Tied with Man U. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say that's, that makes them their third, number three success this season. But, I mean, they finished 14. I know, but at the end of the day, you won a trophy, right? <laughs> no, I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, and you qualify trophy, for Europa but... League next year too. So, honestly, Dante, Dante, what do you think, man? Honestly, I I definitely give more of a success for Arsenal and Man U any day of the week. Newcastle too, I'd say. Uh, Newcastle, yeah, just anybody that made the Champions League, um, and just the way Ten Hag has turned around Manchester United, especially after that horrific start to the season. Let's. Let's be fair. That was uh, pretty sad to start the season. 
Um, and then Arsenal, you know, what, what Arteta has done, even though they lost, it's a damn shame, uh, the Premier League title. Uh, you know, they've been playing excellent ball. Um, and, you know, next year, they'll definitely be contenders. I don't know if they'll win it, but they'll be contenders. Yeah, you know what? I, I have to agree with you. West, West. Well, first of all, I definitely agree on that point. Uh, but t- talking about West Ham, you know, the 14th, when they were touted as a top 10 team going into the year, they were saying they could fight for Europe. Like they could fight not just for the conference league spot, but for a Europa spot. People were even saying at the beginning of the year that they were a low-key a dark horse for a Champions League spot, Tony. I know you were one of these guys. You were hype on West Ham. I mean, they made Europe. I don't really <laughs> okay, know what you're talking about. Listen, they, they, Europa League next they, year. They had, <laughs> I mean, they did it. They had an awful year in the prep. Yeah, it was bad. Awful yeah. year. Skamaka, is he a flop? He wasn't even on the team today. That's what I'm saying. You got like you I don't know su- if he was injured, though. That's the only thing. I, I was surprised. He's he's a flop so far. He had an awful season from what was touted as he's going to be that guy. And I said from the beginning, I said, Italians don't transfer very well often to the Premier League. What are you talking That's about? True. Emerson. Emerson's the first Italian to win all five trophies in Europe, man. Who? <laughs> you know exactly what Emerson. Oh, he was. Skamaka <laughs> was injured, actually. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he was. Yeah. <laughs> no, sure you're right, Nico. Was. Overall, it has been a shit show. And also, Tony, wow. I'm... Um, me operation too. Is is it is Emerson a legit Italian though? Yeah, he won the Euro. He's a legit Italian. Too. No, no, but you know what I mean. Like, is he not one of those Brazilian guys that went, ah, my second aunt is Italian. I could, you know, <laughs> it does. It is what it is. Because he, he, he was because he's one hundred percent born in São Paulo, Brazil. Just to throw it out there. <laughs> Emerson Palmieri, baby. He plays for Italy, so. Oh, um, he actually but, never won the Prem, though. Just so you know. Yeah, that's fair. He's, He's, never won won the prem. He's never won the Prem. He's never won the Prem. The only Italian to win the Prem is Balotelli, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he won everything else. <laughs> just as good. Um, but I, I'll say, yeah, Skamaka was a bust, but I think it's more... Um, I mean, David Moyes is just the type of coach that I don't think he's a great... I mean, even if you want to talk about bust, like even Lucas Paqueta, I mean, yeah. he was unreal in Lyon, unreal at the World Cup, and, I mean, did we ever hear him this year in the Premier League? Like, is he's like this team, like, yeah, they bought these players, but I don't think they fit well with Moise's style, right? So, yeah, yeah, you could be right. Either way, c- congrats to West Ham. Uh, their fans are shit, but congrats to them for winning the, <laughs> and uh, winning a Europe title. Funny little thing I just stumbled upon. Uh, you guys know the last time West Ham won a European trophy? I have they ever. Yes. 1965, so, I think it was. I read a stat yeah. on that. 1964-65, they won a European trophy. The same year that Inter Milan won the European Cup. Oh, dear God. Here oh, we go. wow. <laughs> Here we go again. We're going to spice things up. Even. Oh, my goodness. Croatians. Listen, the fact that West it, Ham won. Jose Benigno. Inter Milan's winning this weekend, boys. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm putting my whole life, my whole, my cold condo on Inter Milan. Yeah, oh, I, my. I would. <laughs> You'll be paid off your mortgage come yeah, Monday. You'll have a nice fancy bungalow, Tony. <laughs> oh crap! Yeah, I can afford a two, a, a two bathroom condo now. Yeah, there Toronto you go. You get a beautiful injuries. bungalow. But oh, you know, man. that's just crazy to see. When I saw that come up on Twitter, I was like, "Wow, that's that's insane." Oh, that's too funny. Oh, man. Well, you know, listen, we got to get to the big news soon. So before we cross the pond, Tony, hit us up with your top bins trash bin segment, bro. All right, so top bins trash bins. Uh, Ibrahimovic started uh, finally and uh, retired this weekend. And during his speech, the Verona fans started booing him. Uh, Toppins trash bits for Ibrahovic telling him this is the greatest moment of their lives. 
Monty, I'll let you go first. Take that. That is a massive top bin. Um, if you know, it's just Latin. It's what a way to end off, right? I mean, when you see the Instagram comments, you know, yeah, all kinds of stuff, right? You know, even the raining uh, when it was raining outside. You know, God, uh, the God joke there. Yeah. Zlatan, <laughs> you know, it just it's just the way he is, and you know, that's I mean, that's what he's probably going to be remembered for even though he's never won a Champions League and obviously never won a World Cup. Never uh, scored a goal in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, he's won a, a crap ton of league titles. Uh, still a great player. I don't, I'm not going to classify him as one of the best of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Um, but, yeah, he had some great moments on teams, and, you know, he was a beast in his prime. But he's going to be remembered for his mouth more than the field, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what, Dante, I'm glad you touched on that because I thought I was going to be on a law island by myself when I say what I'm about to say. <laughs> I love Ibrahimovic's shit talking. He is awesome at it. One of the best of all time. <laughs> he is also one of the most overrated football players of our generation. People talk about him like he's going to go down as a top three, top five player of this generation. And I wouldn't even put him top 10. I agree. I, I think he is so overrated with the way people hype this guy up, like he's the second coming. And even he hypes himself up too, to be fair, to make it seem like he's on these levels. But when you actually look at the numbers, he's the highest place he's ever finished in a Belondo or race is fourth. And that was only once. He's never won a Champions League. He's never, ever been a top three player in in any point in his prime. He's never, his whole thing is he's a great goal scorer. He's never been the best goal scorer ever because he's yep. been unfortunate to play in a, in a year where Ronaldo's unreal, even Luis Suarez over him, even and guys even, like Benzema or Lewandowski you look at over him as goal scorers too. Yeah. Like, And you can go early in the career too, Henri. All those guys. All those even, guys. even Luca, Tony, and Totti got a couple of times European top scorer before him. So Yeah, yeah like it's, it's one of those things where I really think he is more of a brand and people recognize that brand and just think, oh, he's got to be good because of that. He's not. Yeah. You don't want to know what I'm going to remember about Zlatan Ibrahimovic? The two-leg Portugal-Sweden uh, playoff tie to see who gets into the... I can't remember if it was yeah. the Euro or the World. And the, the whole, and the whole yeah. talk was Zlatan versus Ronaldo. Oh, And they made it seem like it was a close call. And then Ronaldo beat the brakes off of that team. So but He scored I a mean, hat-trick that game, too. That was a win. game where Ronaldo scored four, and he oh. scored a hat. I mean, it was a good performance by Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Not <laughs> good enough, Tony. They were watching that tournament from their couches like me and you there. <laughs> I mean, in, in their defense, nobody else played good except Ronaldo and Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Nico, yeah, I'm going to throw this out here. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is the Conor McGregor of soccer. No, Connor won a championship. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's won a league title. He's won league titles, but yeah, you know, he... I mean, at the same time, you know, it, it, like l- later on in his career, he just died down, right? So yeah, yeah you know what? It's um, I, I get what you're saying because you know what, Connor too, like he's a guy that won a few titles and then just never defended them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, true. I guess. But, yeah. So I, I get, I get where you're kind of saying. Um, and, and it was actually the World Cup. Not the not the Euro. Oh, Cup. oh it was it was it was World Cup qualifying. Uh, Ronaldo had a hat trick. Zlatan had two. What World oh. Cup was that? 2016? 20, 2014. Sorry, I remember because I was yeah. watching it in university. I skipped a lecture because mm. the game was on. I was watching it in the library and I was going nuts by myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was that was the game where yeah, you know what? Ibrahimovic was good. It's a, it's a story of his career. As good yep. as he was, there was someone better. 
Yeah. And you know, and that's how I feel like Zlatan's going to go down because when you actually look at the at his totals, they are decent enough, impressive from a goal scoring standpoint. I mean, he has 113 and 122 games at PSG. He had 16. Like he's always scored wherever he goes, but you know, the lack of hardware in Europe, mm-hmm. the never scoring in a World Cup. And the fact that he just never was that guy at any point in his career when you actually looked at the soccer landscape. Like, I, I don't ever think, like I said it before, was he ever a top three player at any year of his prime? No. The only one, the only one I can think of was that first year in PSG before Neymar got there. Because that was Ronaldo Messi. Then. Farmers League. <laughs> Tony, me and you shit on PSG being a no, Farmers but, League enough for no one to be no, able to take them time. seriously. But Come at, on. But at that time, Ibrahimovic <laughs> was really like, he was doing everything there. You know what I mean? But it was a Farmers League. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of. That's the only no, one I'm not, I'm not saying anyone that plays in the, in the League One is a top three player unless their name is Kylian Mbappe. And that's only because of what he does at the World Cup. Another so, funny moment with Zlatan too was El Trafico there. Oh, when no. He, yeah. goodness. Goodness. His what debut a... was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he tore it. He, he was a Ferrari in a league full of Fiats, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what people will remember him for. And you know what? Good for him to have a mouth on him. I would love to see him get into broadcasting. Oh, uh, man. I think it'd be hilarious. That was I would too. Talk show with him. Talk he show. Yeah, getting players. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see him get, get in on that oh. stuff because he is, he is funny. He is very good at talking. Oh, and yeah. as much as he thinks he's the best goal scorer of his generation, I don't think he's top three. No. I agree. Wow, Tony, one top of trash <laughs> topic has taken us fucking hours. Okay, what's the next one? So the second one, uh, it's a common thing that's been trending all over TikTok, but AI-generated music uh, with random stars. Top is trash bin. I'm going to take this one first because I sent you a link to the Morgan Wallen last night uh, last yeah. night song, but done by Juice <laughs> World. You know what? AI creeps the hell out of me when it can do stuff like that by manipulating voices. But if that's what they're using it for, for like dead rappers to have them continue on and stuff like that, I think it's weird as hell. But wow, it was good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say top bins on that, man. I enjoy it. You know, hey, music is music. I don't care who's writing it. If it's fucking robots or if it's real people, what do I care? I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean the Kanye uh, AIs too. I've seen videos on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's something else too. That's pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, I rate that too, Dico. I rate that too. Who yeah. knows? Maybe Drake's gonna take a a song from there and call it yeah. his. Well, they got they got that AI Drake song with the weekend where it's both of them AI and it slaps, man. It's yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's just creepy. It's creepy as shit, man. It I is can't. creepy. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, I like it, but oh my god. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. It is I'm gonna creepy. say trash on that one. <laughs> All right, so the final one, um, I don't know if either one of you guys saw the ending to the Belgian Pro League that happened over the weekend. So uh, let me just run through it a little bit. So the way the Belgian Pro League happens is that at the end of the season, how they crown the champions, like the top four or six teams playing like a mini tournament, just round robin. And then whoever gets the most points out of that will go through. Um so heading into the final game, Antwerp was at 46, uh, Union St. Clements, uh, or Union, I think I screwed that name up. We're at 45. St. Gilois. Gilois, sorry. And uh, Ghent, we're at 45 points. Uh, heading into the 85th min- 88th minutes, uh, Union was up on Club Rouge by one to nothing, which secured their title because Ghent was, uh, I think, tied with Antwerp at the time or beating them. Anyway, in uh, between that time, uh, Club Rouge in the final couple of minutes scored two, make it 2-1, and Genk was now ahead. And Antwerp just needed a point, and Alderwin 
in the 94th minute struck an amazing goal to win the title at the last breath of the season. Uh, Toppin's trash bins ending the season with a mini tournament like that. That's like it's almost like playoffs. It really, mm-hmm. when you think about it, it's almost like the NHLNBA, you know, the, our version of American Well, American not really. The play in. Yeah, this, the play this, in. this is more like you have the top team just playing each other again. You know what I mean? I'm going to go trash a league. It's not really a final, right? I'm a little confused. So, like, do points reset? No, they just continue. So, you have to be within that range. You know what I mean? So, so like, like so, if you looked at so it. I see there's, the there's, six, there's six matches in what they call the championship round. Yeah. They Do the, do the points from the original season stay the same? Yes. Yeah, so oh. you just come in through there because heading into that, I think Antwerp, Union, Ghent, and Bruges are all like within like three points of each other. So it was like here now you're gonna you play the whole season now you're gonna play the top four or top six teams uh, again. I don't I don't like it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm say, that's trash. I'm going trash. Like that. I don't know that ending sold me when I saw that. I know it's not gonna be like that every year, but that was that was crazy. The, you ending, know what? Will, the ending will never sway me because there's no way in my life on a Sunday afternoon I'm watching the fucking Belgian Pro League. That's for damn sure. So I don't give a shit how it ends. I'm not watching Antwerp face Gank. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, speaking of Man City, I mean that Aguero moment at the well, end. Yeah, there, it's, it's I mean like, that'll go down as. When are you going to see that again? The endings mm-hmm. when they can end like that, you're right. They make things immaculate. They make they make memories that last forever. But it's I don't know. It's a weird system, man. I don't know. It, it it almost feels like they're trying to force things like this. You know what I mean? Instead of mm-hmm. making them organic, it's like okay, let's just take our four best players and have them have six more games. Yeah, which exactly. again doesn't really like. It's just it feels weird to me. I don't know. It feels almost like a playoff, but it's not a playoff because it's still points. Like I don't know. I don't know. It's not for me. Let's yeah. just say that it's Fair not enough. not for me. But yeah, yep. so. Uh, that's uh, that's a nice, another segment of Top Bins, Trash Bins, or TPTV, as we call them. Um, let's move on to MLS. I think we end with TFC because, you know, we're all TFC fans. We like to talk about them. I think we got to talk about the big news that broke today. It's official. Well, sorry, we end- play with King Canada. Okay, relax. <laughs> <laughs> that is some fucked up news, though. He's been out for I TFC know. for how long? How the fuck does he get called up by Canada? Some bullshit. But- Unbelievable. But yes, Lionel Messi is co- officially coming to the MLS with Inter Miami. Initial reactions, Dante? What do you What are you thinking about it? Ad- other than the fact that holy shit, our season tickets just went up in value for the Miami game next year. Yeah, I know, Nico. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be probably worth more than all the games combined. Exactly. Um, but uh, you know, it's crazy. It's the biggest signing in the history of the league by far. Um, not to mention all the profit sharing revenue that that he has added on as well. But, uh, you know, to witness, in my opinion, Nico, the greatest player of our generation, <laughs> even, though, even, though, even though you're going to say Ronaldo, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, we're going to edit that part. Out. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it'll be an honor. It'll be an honor to watch him. Hopefully he plays, you know, I'm just sick and tired too of, you know, even when Beckham came, like he didn't play initially Pirlo initially. Um, so we have been snubbed. In, in Toronto. So God willingly, uh, he comes healthy and he's able to play. Yeah. I, um, I'll, I'll give my reaction next. And it's obviously it's good for the MLS getting a player of Messi's caliber. The best player of all time is still playing at a higher level in Saudi Arabia, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, let's call well, it what it is. 30, 
at Messi's, Messi's oh. dropping off a lot earlier than Ronaldo dropped off in his career. When, when Ronaldo was Messi's age, he was the leading goal scorer on a top team in England still. Let's not let's not let's not beat that, around that the bush true. there. And Syria, fitness too. is by far. He's he's ke- he's kept level. he's kept his his longevity going. Um, mm-hmm. My thing is when they interviewed Messi, the first thing was they talked about Barca rumors, and he said, "Yeah, he wanted to go back to Barca, but they'd have to either pay him less, or they be they might not be able to register him and things like that, and all the unknowns." So I can respect him saying, "You know what? It's not for me. I want some stability. Let me go to Inter Miami. Hundred percent, I'm okay with that." What pisses me off is they they prodded him about the Saudi Arabia money deal. And he made a whole thing about saying, no, no, this isn't about money for me. I didn't want to, if I wanted money, I could go to Saudi Arabia and get a lot more. It's not for money. I want to look for my family, yada, yada, yada. Bullshit. This isn't about money. Okay. Did you see, Did you see his it? deal yeah. that he flees MLS? <laughs> this guy might be part owner of apple when this is all done yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna be the new steve jobs when this is all said and done the, the money he's been able to finesse out of this listen could he have gotten more from saudi arabia yes but i guarantee he saw all the negative reaction from ronaldo going there and he thought i my brand won't survive this he, yeah. after everyone kind of praised him for not he he saw any that no I can't even the it. culture it was an easy transition to to miami yeah it, exactly go to miami they gave him he's getting percentages of the apple apple mls rights that are coming in he's getting a guarantee it's like almost the beckham deal where he's getting he's getting guaranteed a team an mls franchise for himself when he's retired and whatnot like I, I hope to god that the mls franchise they give him is like North Dakota FC or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> like, I just don't want to see him get a, a good team, and I'll be begging to beat them every time they I come could see play. another Florida team opening up. Most most likely. Like before, before, I was thinking Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Uh, they have a good soccer program down there. but Yeah, like uh, two New Yorks, right? It's the same it, thing. Exactly. It's And you know what? I just it, – it, it does – it doesn't bother me that he's coming. Obviously, he's one of the best ever play. He's going to make my tickets for that game that I'm going to sell because I don't give a shit about watching him play live. Uh, they're <laughs> going to they're gonna go so high. They're going to cover my entire season, which is lovely. But I don't don't lie and say it's not because of the money. It's fucking because yeah. of the money. If you didn't, if you, he could have gotten signed to any team in Europe for less money. But people are realizing he's not the same player he used to be. He has not been that great at in, um, uh, in France. He hasn't. Right? I mean, they've won the French League, but who gives a shit? It's the French hey, League. As we say, it's a day, farmer's league. I'm not even talking about the French League, but his performance at the World Cup was just... It was rigged. It, it, Come on, those reps, man. He wasn't even the best player on Argentina. Know. Okay, fair enough, but he put some goals in. No, he put some penalties in. Penalties that were iffy. PKs. Oh, Listen, no. he, had, he, had, he had a good performance at the World Cup. He did. But that's one month of the year. <laughs> Where was he in Champions League? I, I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Messi does not have a Champions League knockout stage goal since 2010 or 2011. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. Which is oh, 13 wow. years ago. Oh, that wow. is insane. Yeah, I did not know that. Wow. Um, he's supposed to be one of the best players in the world. In that like, is my, and when you go to Paris, again, Dante, you hit the nail on the head earlier when you called it a Farmer's League. It's a Farmer's League. And he wasn't even the best player on his team in that Farmers League. He wasn't even the second best player on his team in that Farmers League. Arguably, he might not even be the third in some cases. <laughs> Nuno Menge, man. That kid's unreal. No, but <laughs> honest to God, he he is going to go down as 
in mo most people's minds, the greatest player of all time. That's not changing by him coming to MLS. What changes for me is, and, and it's the same thing. I said this when Ronaldo went to Saudi Arabia. What changes is just, you know what? It's, it's just showing that time doesn't lose to anyone. We're getting older now, the three of us. We've been watching our guys, and now we're watching guys like Ronaldo go off in the sunset. Yeah. Messi run off in the sunset. Zlatan's retiring. Benzema's going off to Saudi Arabia now. All these guys that we kind of grew up watching get really good together. And really, since we started this whole footy LG, the podcast and everything too, like these guys were coming up not coming up there in their primes and now they're out of it and now it's making room for new guys. And you know, it's tough. It's tough as a person to kind of see it and not feel a little, some type of way about it. You know what I mean? I don't need to see Messi torching sporting Kansas city next year. You know what I mean? I, I don't care. Like that does nothing for me. I, I, I don't need to see that. I want to see him go back to Barca or go to a team in the EPL, like a Chelsea or Newcastle were interested in him to see how he could fare there. That's the stuff I'd want to see now, but we're never going to see it. And it's, it's, it's sad. I wish we could have seen Messi in the EPL. That's one thing I wish we could have yeah, seen. Yeah, City made a big offer too. City made an offer. Newcastle made an offer. And you know what? We, we said it from the beginning that Messi is a, a, sheltered player that he was so good in Barcelona because of the system that was there, the players they built around him that he would not succeed going somewhere else. And to be fair, okay. He won two French titles, but other than that, they didn't win much. They were never really a champions league competitor. They never doing anything like that, that they were hoping that he, they would be when they brought him in. So maybe he is just a system player in Barcelona. Although the one thing I will say, is I cannot wait for him to his first game in MLS to see the way he gets treated by these defense because you see how Insignia got yeah. treated in his first few games, and even when Sebastian Jovinko came here in his first few games, when these high profile guys come in that are so technically gifted, MLS just see that as let's take his fucking legs out, basically. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's gonna get hit and it's gonna get hard for him for his first few games. He's going to get make some gorgeous plays because, you know, when people are diving in like that, that's when you guys with the quick feet are able to move in and out. So he'll make some great plays, but he is going to take a beating, in my opinion. Do you think he's going to attract more players to, uh, to MLS or even enter Miami for that matter? Well, so apparently, I don't remember where I saw this, and this could be wrong. You might have sent it to me, one of you guys, uh, but he's bringing Busquets with him. Yeah. Okay, that's a Bus good start. Bus Busquets, <laughs> Busquets and him, so that the Barcelona boys are going to be reunited at Miami. So he's bringing Busquets with them. I think, you know, seeing Messi come to a league like the MLS definitely could open doors for other people saying, hey, you know what, maybe we go get the bag there. I mean, we talk, we brought this up about a month ago when, when it came out, but it's it's very crazy that the MLS has 18 of the 50 most valuable soccer clubs in this year. They, are, they have more than double second place of the number of clubs in the top 50 crazy of valuable thing. teams, yeah. right? So they're, they're growing. Um, is the quality there? Not quite yet, but I think what's bigger is the lifestyle. Is. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not making as much money as going to Saudi Arabia, that's for sure. But you're having a better quality of life. So yeah. I can definitely see this kind of same thing when Beckham joined. When Beckham joined, others kind of started coming too. Because they saw that, okay, this is a viable opportunity. I think pe people still know about MLS and weren't hesitant to come before because we were still bringing in big names, Shaka, Insignia, Bernadeschi, guys like that. Even the years past, like Villa, uh, Carlos Vela, all those guys were coming in still. But I think now it opens the door even more for people yeah. to come in. So I think I think it will. And hopefully more players come in their prime. That yeah. would really help the league out too. Like Jovenko yeah. came in his prime, and let's be honest, he's probably – 
the best player MLS has ever seen statistically wise. I, uh, I find, I find that hard to disagree with that. He's, so, he's, he was electric man. Like still the best free kick ticker, t- kick taker in MLS history, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think that's even up for debate. Yeah, I no, mean, we no. missed that guy. I missed that guy, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck it. We're talking about TSC. Let's, <laughs> enough. Enough talking about that dwarf midget going to Miami. Let's talk about our boys in red, TFC, or should I say they're back to their original names, Tie FC, because they <laughs> they uh, they escaped Minnesota last week with a tie. Um, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. We talked about we shot. We talked about Chicago's last week yeah. that tie, but the Minnesota one. Um, it you look at it and it goes, oh, you know what? They were up one nothing until the 89th minute. They got screwed over. We were lucky to tie that game. Yeah, uh, Minnesota was hammering us at the end of the game. There, it was just a matter of time until one went in, and they could have had more. I yep. don't know what went wrong that last 10, 15 minutes. We just could not get anything going in the back ending out, and then we were we were just getting dummy. And in my opinion, the big change was when Matt Hedges went out. Yeah, when they when they took up Matt Hedges. I mean, they brought in Rosted, who played for the first time in a while. Great, but I think Hedges really has been that guy that has shored up our back line. And without him, it's um, it, it kind of falters a little bit. Yeah, Nico, it's crazy to think, you know, like, um. Considering, like you said, we finally had some durability at, at the center back position for God knows how long. And, you know, Bob Bradley, even the past few games, some of his substitutions, you're just really shaking your head. I mean, I, I'm sure we've been saying this a million times. I don't know how the hell this guy is still the coach of this team. Yeah. Um, but the way we're dropping points is just so sad to watch sometimes. And it's beyond frustrating. Like, they're, you know, but we'll see. You know, I mean, that's the first time in a while where I, I know I know we've had a lot of draws and stuff, but we haven't been conceding a lot either. No, um, we haven't. So defensively has been very solid. It's just really that offense has just got to keep going. Yeah, that Tony. Yeah, I mean, that was the first that was the first game where I think um, offensively in City and Paradeshi were playing well and um but it's just a shame that, you know, we're back to that system, that idea that if our one clutch defender is out, we're screwed. And it had just has played very well. He's been probably other than outside of the he's been our best defender. But um, I mean, it's again, to the point of just these subs, I mean, where he's getting the, where Bob Bradley decides to make these changes is He's been horrible all year with that. And um, I just, I don't know. I just, how do you explain it? You just, it, it always comes down to him. You know, yeah. it really does always come down to him. It's always his thing. It's always his decisions on the field. And like, why would you make those, those three subs so early, et cetera, et cetera. So, well, hey, at least I mean, your boy Insignia got on the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Great, I mean, great team goal too. By the way, Bernadeschi yeah. with an unreal run up drops it off to Lorea. Lorea with a perfect pass, and Insignia puts it away. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little hesitant when he got the ball. I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna miss." But 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 he buried it, so that was good to see him get on the board. Hopefully, that kind of opens the floodgates for more in the future. You know what I don't understand though, and that really pisses me off. Why are Insignia and Bernadeschi 50 yards away from each other all the time? That's, you know. Yeah, that's... 
like, what I've been saying. Like, be, it is be driving me nuts. But that's that's the move that he made at half that kind of led to that goal is yeah. shifting Bernadette opposite wing to more of a, a cam position in the CAM. Exactly. Two, and now cam, the two cams. That's it. That's them two. You know what? You're not, not hard. wrong. You're not wrong. Um, even if they want to keep Insigne on the win, pull Bernadeschi into that cam role so they're closer together, they can work together. Um, even if we didn't want to have Sapong start at the center and play almost a false nine with Bernadeschi in that false nine role uh, yeah. and have Insigne on the wing, I'd be okay with that too. But to see when they work so well together that that Bob Bradley just keeps keep, keeps doing the same. I think this weekend we have to see Bernadeschi start in that central attacking midfielder role because this weekend's yeah. going to be tough. I mean, hey, I, Nashville, I'm very man. I'm very upset. We don't get to go. I'm not going to be able to because yeah. the Shaffle God makes his return to and BMO McNaughton. Field and McNaughton too, who's been yeah. actually very good. He scored a couple of goals. That was like, the worst trade ever. I, I, I'm still, you know what? I understand why they made the trade. And I, I think MB, Mabika has been a great defender for us since we've been giving him the he chance has to been play. Actually, yeah. And McNaughton really well. was not the greatest with us. Maybe he needed the change of scenery. Um, but we get McNaughton coming back and we have the Shaffle God himself <laughs> returning to BMO Field. Uh, what happens? Do we win? We tie in again? What are you guys thinking? Because I mean... Nashville's a good team. They're in second place in the East. Uh, nine wins, three losses, four draws. They've only allowed 11 goals. I believe they have the best goal uh, goals against in the East. They might have the both best. Oh, no, sorry. LAFC is a better in the West. But they have the best goal goal against in the in the East. They have the best goal differential in the East as well. Do Double. we got a shot this weekend? We're hitting the 10 mark, Nico. 10 draws. 10 draws. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can it. see it. Just taking the easy way out on that we, one. We drew, we, <laughs> we drew them in Nashville earlier this year, so now we're at home. Yeah, my prediction is 1-1. <laughs> and another boo from the crowd. I have a sad thing to admit, but TFC has won when we weren't there. So when I wasn't there, sorry. So I'll, put, I'll give TFC the win for this one. I think Insidia Brandeshi will go up to another level this week. Listen, we all know my feelings about the Shaffle God. I think Shaffleberg was the biggest mistake. Richie Larea put him in his pocket. It's not, it's not hard. Larea has been our best player by far, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I, lo- Losing Shaffleberg for virtually nothing was the one of the worst decisions Bob Bradley's made. And he might come back to haunt us this weekend. I'm going to go out and say it doesn't. I'm giving Toronto a big... Big two nothing win this weekend. I think at the, with BMO Field at the back, uh, Nashville they might not even be, be able to fly here because of these fires, their grounded planes and stuff. Who knows uh, mm, if they make true, it here? Yeah. If they do get here, I feel like Toronto's those games that they just come out strong. Their players play hard at BMO on the Lakeshore, and I'm saying a two nothing win for Toronto, in my opinion. <laughs> but if I had to bet on the three of us, who's going to be right? Ty FC Dante's probably got it. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Well, yeah, I just, you know, gotta gotta be uh try to be a little bit positive here. Anything but zero zero. Like anything. Oh, like, those are the think... worst, oh. dude. Those are the worst Makes going down for those games. Those are awful. I'm so happy I missed the Chicago zero zero. That game was pathetic. Been, I don't know how we didn't brutal. score in that game. I, I still Makes don't no understand. sense. No sense at all. Uh just, that would have been brutal, but it just blows my mind that we're still only three points out of that playing spot. Well, that just goes to show that horrible we've been playing. Well, it's because there's such a big difference from the top four teams to everybody else. 
like since since we're four we're four points out of a playoff spot sure we're about 21 points out of first yeah. so, so you know what i mean like <laughs> that's, that's pretty not, far <laughs> that's that's pretty far so seven games yeah. back <laughs> yeah exa- exactly and with with only what 20 games to play or yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah uh it is crazy there is a lot not really parody as there used to be like the east is pretty much very top heavy um the west is kind of getting that way too they're all kind of closer like st louis is first st louis only has 28 points cincinnati has just been having an incredible season let's hats off to them, what, a turnaround, eh? what, what a turnaround what what a turnaround for them they, they've lost one game all year Nine right. and zero at home, yeah. And and guess what? We got them in, in a few weeks too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yikes! Um, but yeah, so hat, hats off to them. They're doing well. But let's just get in the playoffs, and anything can happen. You know, anything Literally. can happen in MLS, especially if Insignia and Bernadette start getting hot, and maybe TFC bring a fucking third DP in in the summer transfer window. Boggles uh, my mind, Nico. Boggles yeah, my mind. Who who knows? But listen. I think that's it for today. We've gone on long enough. This is that is TFC. Hopefully we're more elated the next time we come back with a big win in, against Nashville would be nice. Uh, Dante, thanks for hopping on, man. You got to come on more of these. It's always great having you on. Tony, My pleasure, guys. You're right. Great to, hear, great to hear from you too, brother. And you know what? You guys can find us everywhere at FootyLG, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music. And we will be back next Thursday covering what happened in the Champions League final. Did the Croatian curse stick? Did the West Ham winning so Inter Milan's going to win information stick? And did our friend Josue lose $1,000 betting on Man City? We'll update you all next Thursday (laughs) right here. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon.